Hi there. Welcome to another edition of the Gunner Podcast brought to you by NigeriaGunners.com. Two games, two losses, two goals scored, five goals considered. West Ham comes next, and this is what I call the, the calm after the storm. Joining me to discuss Arsenal today are two lovely gentlemen, Prof. Olatunde and Mike. Let's start with the game against um, against Chelsea. Well, we we started we started slowly, considered two goals um, due to some. Uh, how do I put it now? Schoolboy is it schoolboy defending now? It was a comedy of error for for the two goals we considered, and under under twenty twenty five minutes we were down by two goals. Then we ran back to life, scored scored in five minutes, scored two goals in five minutes, and then everything was well again. But one thing I keep wondering, or one thing I'm yet to get to turn with, is how we lost that game. Because um, obviously we were we, we, we were on the up after after scoring the second goal, and if the game was to continue for let's say five ten minutes, would there is a possibility that we might we might we might score another one or two more goals. But at the end of the day, we we lost the game. How did we lose the game, Mike? Let's have your view. Chelsea game for me, I think um, it's still a transitional game. Uh, we saw the game against Manchester City. Uh, we also saw the Chelsea game. Of course, it's about defending. It's about how we transition and from our defense to attack. Then you look at the Chelsea team itself. They are playing the same style as us. Their own style of football is only defined as a starry ball. Mm. Starry also wants to play from the back. Same as Julian Henry. Now, we started the game poorly. The way we started against um, Manchester City. The first 10-15 minutes were very poor. We were very poor. Although, going forward, we saw the chances. Abraham was born the day. But again, defending was quite of like in schoolboy era, as you actually said. When we look at the partnership between um, Socrates and Shkodigan uh, Mustafi, that one thing that um, didn't really, really need to go very, very fast. If we want to make um, a good out of our present by finishing in the top four, both players for me just to deal very well. So when we look at the defending, it was very poor. I thought about our mistreat and point of um, average, but attack. Um, you know, I ever said something in his press conference yesterday of the West Ham game. He said he wants us to be creating the chances first. If we create the chances, then we see what happens. But if it's also created the chances, yes, we are close to four or five shots on target, um, on chances rather. Which we actually blessed over what we saw one from the Italian, someone from like movie, also saw one from Pierre Mitabumayan. So uh, when we look at the game on the basis, I can actually put it as an average performance from the ball. Mm. We are still learning the new the winner everywhere, but the game we lost on the day. Coming back from two zero that in four minutes, two two, good one, shows that the same has actually changed in the day. It's not been um, a white push in it uh, at the Vengas era. Mm. But on the whole of it, it was an average performance. Again, you can actually give the boys now a benefit of part uh, of doubt of the fact that first two matches, against one against our arguably one of the best teams in Europe, we won against a very, very strong guy against Chelsea. Mm. So for me, it was an average performance, and we see how the boys go on against the West Ham. Uh, Prof, um, do, you, do, do you agree it was an average performance? Um, do you have anything contrary? or l- 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 Let's hear your view. Uh, 
Uh, well, I, actually, the game as a whole was not really, it was not really like um, we did well too well. There were a lot of talking points in the game. Starting from like the first five minutes when we couldn't even find our feet, we first allowed Chelsea to uh, take the play. Like I, I, I don't know if my opinion is a bit diff uh, different from many other Arsenal fans around. I, I can't even call the defenders because if you look at the goals we considered, the way we were defending, as a team we were very very poor. Mm. Like our line was. At the center pass. Yes, exactly. I was about to raise that point. I think um, with the kind of def defenders we have, I think we are inviting catastrophe. Or let me say we, exactly. are, in we are inviting calamity. Exactly. If we play a high line with these defenders against Liverpool, I'm sorry, the game would be over before it even begins. So, <laughs> see, uh, see, what, what, what very funny thing is, even if you have Ramos in your defense mm. and, and you are caught that high up on the pitch, they are going to always concede. Mm. I want to say that as a team, we have not, we didn't really do well against Chelsea. Mm. Or defending, we didn't do well. Then we didn't, we didn't even even do ourselves anymore by utilizing our chances. We we squandered a lot of chances. Those chances could have actually buried Chelsea's confidence mm -hmm. coming towards us. Yes, I agree. I agree. But, but we, we squandered those chances. I just feel I'm not here to criticize the team to be honest because we are in a transition period. I just feel they will need to learn more. The only thing I'm actually against is us picking out one or, one or two players and start criticizing them. Mm. As a team, we've not really done well. We've been average for the first two games. Mm. Uh, well, that, that, that sums it up really. But then you have to take into consideration the, um, the quality of the opposition. Uh, not, there, there are not uh, many teams that would play against Manchester City and Chelsea. This, this, these are two premium, um, premium quality oppositions and would get anything from them. And um, we have to also um, put into consideration the fact that this is also a team in transition. Uh, but then, I have seen, um, I've seen some other, uh, other, other views. And um, like Mike rightly mentioned, under Arsene Wenger, there is every possibility that um, the, the game might, might, might end as a rocket score. And then there's also a possibility. There's there, there's there's also a possibility that uh, under Asenwenga we might we might even win that game. Because of course it could go it could go both, both ways actually. Yeah, exactly. It, it could it could go both ways. But ah, um, looking at the defending, was there anything that we could have done better to um, to prevent the two goals, Mike? Well, it it, it comes down to the fact that our uh, sideline of football. You don't have that, those kind of defenders. So that was that for me. Then I'm slow. So that means not of the to be happy. You understand? Mm. Now, our heart football is not really allowing. Although I think we are able to sit with Socrates and Mustafi uh, at his um, central half. Well, until un, un, until un, until Koscielny comes back, I believe. Until Koscielny comes back. But one thing I want to try out is how about a partnership between Socrates and Mavropanos, or Alvaro Mavropanos, alongside Mustafi. Mm. I think Mavropanos is a calm player. 
if this is this area um it can actually be involved areally. I mm. think we could easily try that out. Although I like the fact that you know I really didn't take any chance of the fact that Master Sanchez the back to back big game. You didn't want to undermine the what experience we come to play. Mm. But if the game against West Ham a couple of um, lesser games, I think we can have had it less. Um if I'm not mistaken. We have a couple of um Europa League games too. I think we should really try that uh, center out uh, we should really find that. And again, looking at our right back with Exo Bellerin for me, I think somehow. I think both of you can actually agree with me that we lack and right 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 winger. Mm, well, I I'm I'm, I'm I'm going to I'm going to agree with you on that. We don't actually yeah. have we don't I'm, actually I'm have wingers. How about how about you know at this stage nobody is playing on United whatsoever it does we are trying to say it's a traditional player. Now how about two shift exterminary off forward. Let's uh what do you call now? Lisena Stefan Lisena let him play as a right back too. Now when he plays as the two and exterminary is forward now. The fact that we are playing against teams that have natural, um, what's it called now? And the number came on against Chelsea. The Jason can easily tell Ekobelini what to do. And we know what is the big challenge. We thought it's called back against Chelsea. When attack, I think defending is important. Just for me, my opinion, in the right back position. The center half, I think we need to bring in my The left back, uh, let's talk about that. That's good enough. That's what I think anyway. Alright, um, Prof. Um, I, I I don't really know what to say to be honest because I think the issue with the team presently is not about personnel changing, like change, um, thinking about changing the personnel, having the staffing, or, or to be honest, I think the first and five minutes that day, if we are to be critical about the game, it was about us losing key passes at the central midfield, and if you look at it very well, the reason why we were caught on the eye line was basically basically because Chelsea were playing. We allow them to dictate the play. So whenever Shaka loses the ball, Jogio mm. tries to look upward and gives a throw pass. Mm. I can count like four or five passes that Shaka actually lost in the first and five minutes of the game, which were very, very crucial against us. So the thing now is talking about the team structure. I think the, the, the issue with our team presently, or at this Emory's time, you know, is still our midfield. We are here to get a balance at the midfield. Not until we know, okay, who are those that are starting for us? Who are those that will be able to anchor the new things for us? Then, because we'll be rotating. The first game, Uzi played on the wings. Mm. Ramsey played behind the striker. Against Chelsea, Uzi came to the midfield. Mm-hmm. Behind the striker, Mkhitaryan went to the wings. Mm. So, we're still trying to rotate personnel in our midfield. Well, I think that's too unbalancing the team. Well, Not until we get stable personnel in our midfield, I think the team will still be having issues. But well, once we have the same personnel, they'll be able to judge who is playing well and who is not playing well. Well, the rotation would would still continue for, for, for a while. I still expect to see a little rotation, a little tinkering to the team um, tomorrow against West Ham. Now, you mentioned something that that actually generated a lot of talking points in the game and that is um, um the granite um chakas um substitution um people of the opinion um and well i i might want to agree with that that he hasn't really been his usual self of course um with what we've seen so far and one thing i one thing i have also realized is granite uh, granite granite chaka tends to um improve 
as it's is not is is not overtime, yes, overtime, it's not the kind of player that begins the season on fire. You see him grows yes, exactly. into the season and then you discover that, and then you start wondering why um why he hasn't been showing this kind of problem towards the tail end of last season he was one of our most um influential players now it was yeah, um it was it was it was all over at half time and um people was and there were different opinions like um well probably a mary doesn't um fancy him a mary doesn't rate him and stuff like that left to me i still believe his partnership with lucas Herrera is still the way to go but right now matthew genduzzi is um is doing fine and while i believe he's um one game away from being slaughtered by by by, by arsenal fans i just believe um i just believe um so far he has done well he has done well and that's take nothing away from the father has done well but then Granit Chaka is not a player that you just been that way I wouldn't know if you guys agree with my view yeah as I was saying about the, the midfield being in this array like the first five minutes if you look at towards the tail end of the first half Chaka was really flowing with the ball and I think that was the deal removing Chaka at the end of the first half was actually working doors for the game to be honest it was a change because I, I felt bringing on to era was like Everybody wanted to be more conservative with the ball. We did, it didn't, it didn't pay us in any way. If the cast had still been in the game, I think we would have watered more in the game because Chelsea already lost the control too towards the end of the first half. Prof. So removing Saka again, yeah. Yeah, um, I want to, I want to, I want to chip in something. So you, you, you have the opinion that um, Chaka's substitution actually ticked the game back into Chelsea's favor, right? Definitely yes, hundred percent. Mike, do you agree? Jaka for me is fantastic, brilliant midfielder. Uh, we saw him with what he can actually do at Jambo, Shambo, Shambhavati. But against Chelsea, he had a yellow card. He was spoiling for the first five matches to the opponent. He had a yellow card. Now, if it was Adam Venga, he would have removed Jaka. But if you know him, see, it's a yellow card. We don't get to play as a Jaka. Second half, you have to say, I know the Jaka that I have, that I know. One, two, three, three, if Ganjaga does not get the record, maybe due to his Holy Spirit. But that's not, not by the way. I think, again, uh, when we look at that, that very game, Brandusi was doing the market. Since then, he was doing the transition from defense to attack. He was laying down the passes. One of those was a very, very defensive pass to where the salary was probably which actually blasted the open. You get now. You cannot take away Gwendozi's um, performance in that sense. In football, it is said that you are good at African. In the last two days, for Matthew Gwendozi, he has been fantastic. We all know. Of course, I agree that um, Nigeria won bad game and that's not fun to shout. But right now, we are at the last game in football. And that's what, what I mean because I'm um, every day man of philosophy, manager of philosophy. Let Gwendozi be dropped from the stage. I said it some couple of days ago, and uh, you replied with it that Niger has done as this and uh, like uh, this at the end. That's our female done as friends. I honestly hope she can join us one, one day like that. Uh, I think she would be a friend. Yeah, she would. She 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 was supposed to join us today, yeah. but then um she 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 had um work issues, so she would join next week. Okay. Yeah, very 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 good. I, I think she's a brilliant friend, a fantastic lady. So for me, one thing I speak to is when you get these players. You allow them to keep up form. Now, I like 
Of course I of course I do but then um Mike I'm going I'm I'm going to I'm going I'm going to I'm going to this I'm going to disagree a bit I I feel I feel um the um the granite substitution played a part in the way the game went in the second half um a merry set us uh to play a, a, a bit deeper than we were in the first half, probably because of the way we considered the first two goals, and then it didn't help. We dropped off. We we created we created little chances in the in, in the second half, and I, I think um it was it was towards I think it was after Aaron uh, Ramsey was brought on, that was that was when we created um one two chances, and then but then I I I'm going to disagree. I think um the substitution of um Granit Xhaka. Played, played, played a part. I'm going to lean towards um, Prof here. You know what? You know what? Mm. Now, look at my opinion. Me, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, no, no. You know what? You know what? You know what? Let me tell you this. Despite everything of this, he substituted Granit Xhaka for Lucas Pereira. So, when you look at the market, everybody come and sit down and attack it. Because of the fact that we considered very early in the first half. Now it was like that. You know that depending sometimes the position. Actually, consists via a deflection or not from the third piece and all that. Then it starts to observe pressure like, ah, should have attacked the team and all that. So, so it's a little bit chance. But again, um, it's all about us standing in the games and all that. But one thing I actually want to blame in the area now, seven, think I will attack. Yes, as 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 in Wenga, as in Wenga would attack. You know, you know, you know. The fact that we are facing. Yes, yeah. because the last thing every person has to do is from the back and all that. Just one game like that. How can we play so fast? One very. I should go. But we get the final fight, I'm going to. I expected us, I started to do that. I thought to myself, I don't do that. I'm supposed to match the team, not the coach. It's totally in the
All right, um, Mike. Thanks. Um, let's see. Let's see how it how it all pans out. Now, another talking point from the Chelsea game was um, the criticism of Ozil by by um, by some Arsenal fans. Um, some see Ozil as not as not doing too well, as not um, being the kind of player he is. He's the highest earner in the team. He gets paid um, over three hundred thousand a week, and um, in their own words, he does nothing for the team. And I, I, I've actually seen some some folks that feel Ozil is a is a weak link in the team. Um, do you share that sentiment, or is there a contrary is there a contrary view, um, Mike? Well, um, Mr. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can. Yes, yes, yes. 